Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Front Page for 2019. Glad to finally be back after the holidays. Happy New Year, everyone. Today is Monday, January 14th. I'm your host, Casey. I hope everyone had a great weekend. Lots to talk about uh, today with everything going on in the headlines. In the meantime, we have a great show. We're going to discuss the future of Wendy Williams. Plus, with the age of consent being 16 to 18 in some states, will R&B singer R. Kelly still face jail time despite the recent allegations? And finally, we're going to be premiering a new segment called Backstage with some of the hottest new talents checking in this entire season. We'll introduce that later on in the podcast. Uh, today's forecast in Orlando, we have sunny skies for most of the day with a high of 71 this afternoon, so do get out and enjoy. All right, y'all, let's dive right into front page headlines. And with the Martin Luther King holiday approaching next week, did you know that uh, there are still several states that doesn't celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. as a federal holiday? I don't know about most people, but especially today, kids need to understand the importance of who Martin Luther King Jr. was and the important role he played for uh, fighting for our civil rights. And speaking of Martin Luther King Jr., recently a meteorologist at a New York TV station has been fired after he was accused of making a racial slur on air while referencing Martin Luther King Jr., Jeremy Capel was delivering a forecast for WHEC-TV in Rochester when he referenced a local park name after the civil rights leader but called it Martin Luther Coon King Jr. Park instead. He spoke out after the, the firing saying, quote, Unfortunately, I spoke too fast while I was referencing Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., so fast to the point that I jumbled a couple of words, he said in a video posted to Facebook. He since then issued a public apology. Check this out. There's no word if he plans on if he plans to appeal the termination. Wendy Williams heading towards divorce. The well-known gossiper and talk show host Wendy Williams has found herself in the hot topic seat after reports began circling that her husband and business partner Kevin Hunter had a love child with an alleged mistress. Now, this, according to the gossip site, which first reported, happens to also be the site that Wendy Williams frequently sources for subjects during her hot topic segment of the show. Now, this comes after Hollywood Life reported that Williams laughed off rumors surrounding her husband, uh, with the site claiming that she's not at all concerned that he's leading a double life. She also uh, went on to further specify that she has no plans to leave or divorce Kevin. Williams and Hunter has been married since 1997 and they shared an 18-year-old son named Kevin Hunter Jr. Also, this is worth noting that the Wendy Williams show was supposed to return live from hiatus a week ago on January 7th and just 48 hours prior to the live taping, the producers announced that the return was pushed back twice first from January 7th to the 14th and now they're saying that the show will be returning live on January 21st. Now, in my opinion, the day Wendy Williams finally returns live uh, to daytime TV would probably be the most highest rated show in Wendy's career as fans are eager to see how she responds to the recent rumors surrounding her personal life. Uh, Anyway, be sure to tune in. 
Now switching gears to the government shutdown. This came in moments ago in light of the government shutdown. The USDA announced this morning that the government shutdown will not impact food stamp benefits for the month of February. Food stamp recipients will have access to their full benefits for February, even if the uh, partial shutdown continues. The USDA said they will work with states to load benefits onto recipients' cards by January 20th, just in time for the deadline to issue the payouts. The government shutdown is now entering its 24th day. You ever flew on a plane and wondered if the flight attendants gets tips for serving food and alcohol to their customers? Well, tipping flight attendants has now become a reality on one of one of the uh, most famous airlines. Frontier Airlines brought in a new rule. Uh, they brought in a new rule since the beginning of the year. Now, when you order a drink, you have the option of tipping the cabin crew. Prior to January 1st, the airline's cabin crew usually split their tips, but now they're saying crew members will be able to get their tips individually. Frontier also said that none of the money tipped to the cabin crew will be taken by the airline. The airline also also said in a statement that the option not to tip is also available. So far, most passengers seem to be in favor of the new idea. Over the Memphis now, an airline passenger refuses to pay at a ticket counter. Tamika Warner didn't just make a scene uh, before her flight at Memphis Airport. She also made a mess, destroying furniture and setting off a fire extinguisher that filled the airport with smoke. Now, the man who filmed the rampage posted it to Facebook and said it was all over a $20 baggage fee. Other passengers watching the video for the first time couldn't believe their eyes as the female passengers seemed unashamed. Tamika is uh, charged with disorderly conduct and vandalism. Her bond is currently set at $5,000. In a separate incident, a woman was set, was arrested at Fort Lauderdale International Airport Sunday after threatening a JetBlue crew member at a gate. Video of the incident went viral on Instagram after being shared by a passenger who was at the airport at the time of the arrest. The unnamed passenger was recorded standing at a JetBlue counter near the gate, shouting and jumping up and down as she verbally assaulted the employee. Moments later, she screams she has a gun, grabs her handbag, and walks off. In a second video, the woman was seen sitting on the ground being detained by several law enforcement officials. The airline did not return our request for a comment. Looks like over in Miami, uh, the airport has been closed um, as TSA refused to work without pay. As the government shutdown officially becomes the the longest in U.S. history, TSA screeners at Miami International Airport refused to work without pay, forcing the airport to temporarily close off uh, one of the terminals. As of today, January 14th, arriving passengers will be allowed to exit through the terminal. However, departing passengers will not be allowed to access the terminal. TSA employees have been calling out sick at double the normal rate since the shutdown began on January on, on back on December 22nd. And because of the shutdown, non-federal employees such as airport vendors will be affected and forced out of work. Uh, I text a friend of mine who works uh, for TSA at Miami Airport over the weekend, and she simply said, after 12 years of working for the TSA, this was the first time she had to take out a loan from her retirement plan. She also went on to say that she now has to choose between sending her four-year-old son to school or paying for the rent, which is doing about a week. Um, she also went on to stress that those funds will eventually dry up. Police say a woman sent a man over 159,000 text messages over a 10-month period. Uh, investigators released documents which detail the strange ordeal an Arizona man went through after meeting a woman on an online dating site for people with high incomes. Police say that over the course of 10 months, Jackie Aide sent the man over 159,000 text messages, some of which were threatening in nature. Now, authorities say that the man just went on just one date with the woman after meeting on the dating service. After the date, he told her he was not interested 
interested in a relationship, and that's when the woman began to stalk him. On one occasion, he called police back in July of 2017 after discovering that she was sitting in his car, in her car, outside of his house. After the arrest, she started sending him threatening text messages. In one message, she threatened to kill him if he ever tried to leave her. Just April of last year, the man called a pl- call police on her after she broke into his home and took a shower while he was on vacation. The woman aides is being held in a county jail. She will remain behind bars until her court date, which is expected to begin in February. Comedian D.L. Hughley on finding it hard to boycott R. Kelly's music, calling it a tough call. The comedian is clearly struggling with the idea of muting R. Kelly because he's a fan of his music and can't look past the actions of someone he calls a talented pedophile. TMZ caught up with the, with D.L. last Wednesday at LAX. And let's just say he had a hard time saying he's never going to listen to R. Kelly music again, uh, admitting that it is a tough call. As for surviving R. Kelly, the comedian says, No one should be shocked by the Lifetime series considering most people already knew about the allegations surrounding the R&B star for decades. Keisha Cole also posted on Twitter saying, quote, your child is your responsibility. Uh, In a series of tweets, the performing artist also clarified that she wasn't condoning Kelly himself of his actions, but went on to say that there needs to be some accountability held up against the victim's parents as well. Uh, Their priority, at least until the child is 18, is protecting their own, something she claims the parents fell short of. All right. Uh, yeah, so that's going to do it for today's front page headlines. Time for birthday shout outs. Uh, shout out to rapper LL Cool J, who turns 51 today. Rapper L, uh, rapper Slick Rick, who turns 54. Also, a very special shout out to radio personality Howard Stern, all of which are celebrating birthdays this week. Shout out to all the Capricorns out there, by the way. Uh, special shout out to actress Taraj P. Henson and Tracy Morgan, who's starring in the new film What Men Want. It's about a woman who gets passed up for promotion at work soon after she gains the ability to hear men's inner thoughts and what they really want. What Women Want is now playing in a theater near you. Also, shout out to Kevin Hart, who's starring in the new film The Upside, along with Brian Cranston and Nicole Kidman, which is also in theaters now. Uh, shout out to Kevin Hart, man. He's really been doing his thing uh, lately. And also, I heard that the Oscars, since he stepped down from the Oscars, they decided that they're going to be going solo. So they're, this is actually going to be the first time this year they're going to be going uh, without a host. So we'll see how that pans out. <laughs> Now it's time for Advice Corner, where listeners can ask me anything from ad- from relationship advice, career advice, or advice in general. Our first question came in this morning from Tiffany J. from Houston, Texas. Uh, hello, Casey. Lately, I've been annoyed at the level of complacency my husband is at. He has been practically begging me to start trying to get pregnant. I want a baby, but the problem is that our home is too small. We live in a very small three-bedroom home, but one of our bedrooms is too small to actually be a bedroom, so we have made it into an office, and the other spare room has been turned into a closet because the closets in the master bedroom are too small to hold all of our stuff. So if we had a baby, the baby would literally have to share a room with us. Plus, with the expense of a child, uh, I'm worried we won't be able to continue to save for a bigger house. I've suggested that we go ahead and start looking at land to purchase so we can build a house, but my husband doesn't even seem remotely interested. I feel that he isn't doing anything about it, uh, but I'm a planner and I just rather wait until all of our ducks are in a row. What should I do? I'm getting frustrated. Well, Tiffany, uh, it doesn't sound to me like you really want to have the baby just yet, and you're using the size of your house as an excuse to delay it because you know your husband's reaction. Um, honestly, if you truly want a baby, 
you'll make the room. When my, I mean, I remember when my daughter was one years old, we lived in a very small two-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn. Uh, those of you who know New York, you know how small those apartments could be. Um, we would have killed to have a three-bedroom home. Even a small one would be better than what we had back then. Um, we figured it out, and you should too. I think you really, you really need to consider if you want this or not. There's never a perfect time to have a child. You either want to make, you you know, you either want to, you want it enough to make it work, or you don't. So, uh, definitely best of luck. And I know the situation, a lot of people are going through situations like this. And, um, again, it's just, there's no, uh, there's no perfect time to have a baby. Like I said, um, you just, you just have to be willing to make it work or you don't. So, um, best of luck to you, man. All right, that's going to do it for today's edition of Advice Corner. Uh, you know, earlier we spoke about comments performing artist Keisha Cole made on Twitter about today's parents taking responsibility for their kids' whereabouts. And a few comments came in earlier on Twitter. Uh, Twitter user at Angela Marie J said, quote, Everyone around those girls failed them as a parent. I am very protective of mine. A grown-ass person couldn't be around my son or daughter long enough to have mind control over them because I'm always right there. It's sad that people can be brought for the first for the right price. Uh, another user said, quote, to be honest, a lot of parents don't know how to do better because they weren't protected themselves, which leaves us to break a cycle we didn't create. Uh, these two uh, raise a very interesting point, um, and we really have to get together to do something about these um, sick individuals. Um, and uh, it's also important to, to point out that in some states, the legal age of consent is from 16 to 18 Uh Nonetheless, very interesting point. So anyway, that's going to be our question of the week, y'all. Do you think the parents of these young girls fail them as parents? Or do you think once you reach the age of consent, you're on your own? Let me know what you think. Comment on Facebook, Twitter, or send me a, a message right to our front page through the Anchor app. Need advice? Or maybe you want to comment on a recent topic discussed on today's show. Download the new Anchor app. There you can write messages directly to the host and hear it live on the air. Download Anchor App today, available on all iOS and Google platforms. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Casey with Front Page. If you or anyone you know would like to be a part of my backstage interview, send an email to askfrontpage at gmail.com, or you can simply write to me on Facebook or Twitter. Hope to hear from you soon. Peace. Yo, shout out to uh, Drama Fusion who's going to be on the show next week to talk about his latest acting role and discuss his new music in a new segment called Backstage. Um, in this new segment, I try to set the platform for new talent by recruiting individuals who haven't necessarily rose to fame but have the potential to. Uh, I try to create a platform to showcase their talent so they can have more exposure to the world and also give the world that one-on-one -on -one backstage experience so they can gain a more um, personal distinct, uh, personal connection between the artists. I noticed that there are a lot of talented people out there who deserve this shot, and by bridging that gap between courage and success, I feel paving the way for these new talents will allow them to fulfill their dreams. Um, last year, if you don't, if you guys remember, not it was was it last year yeah last year um uh one of the episodes i shot in december um it was i think it was episodes two and three i had the opportunity to interview uh two very very talented artists one of which were named uh mike oregano from new jersey and rapper joe Wap from dc uh for those of you who remember next week i'm going to be interviewing a very talented 20 year old rapper um his name is drama fusion from atlanta uh and he believe me he thrived to be where he's at today these are just some of the talents that i search for each week so if you or anyone you know that's planning that's listening uh knows anyone that's trying to earn their big break give me a call at 321-251-5800 or send me an email at askfrontpage at gmail.com uh for bookings to be on the show 
All right, that's it for this week's episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. This is Front Page. Peace. No, I don't see it often. And I probably should have told you I heard this back. In today's edition of Black and White, uh, a family told a local station, KION-TV, over the weekend that her security system alerted the family to strange movement early Saturday morning. She was even more shocked when she watched the security video and it showed hours of footage of a strange man licking her doorbell. And moments later, he was also seen urinating on the uh, front lawn, black or white. Let's look over to Facebook Live and see what people are saying. We have Sharina McCoy says, definitely white. Michael Espinal says, at first I thought maybe white, but then when he pissed on the front lawn, I thought black. <laughs> All right, so it looks like we have mixed reactions. 
Finally, we have Keisha P who says, white all the way. Black people don't have time for all that. All right, y'all, I'm going to let y'all know after the break if it's black or white.